0: Konnichiwa. now howdy, y'all. I'm
1: Leslie. I'm Welcome, Welcome to, to Subo Sumo Kaboo, Where we talk about all
0: things sumo.
1: That's right. And because the Bonsuke came out last week, we're not talking about that all this much this week because we wanted to talk about something else. Our newbies on the Bonsuke. Yeah. We're they're... doing two out of three. Yeah. So sorry. <laughs> we'll give you the third one next week. The, other, the other one. Yes. But this week, it's, I think the it's Shonanomi. as I think. I think the other guy, I say, I don't even know the other guy's name. We, so like, we have I, lots to look up. <laughs> we do. Yeah. But this week, I'm going to talk about. Ochi, who is now Hakuoho, who is brand new at the very bottom of the Bonsuke, but people are so excited about this kid. I'm gonna tell you why. There's a lot to learn about this kid. Expectations are big, and so you need to know a little bit more about him before you see him. Right. And his incredibly muscular legs. Right. And I'm gonna talk about Gonoyama,
0: who Every time I hear the name, I think about gonorrhea, but...
1: Well, now I'll remember him forever. All I'm going to think of now. I'm so sorry, but he is a badass wrestler, so... Kind of like the kagayaki Poop Squad. Once I saw that, I could not unsee it. Now this is going to be the same way. Well,
0: I don't know. I'll tell you what his original name was, and then maybe you can... You can kind of think of that every time you see him.
1: I need a palate cleanser. Do you, you have do a news flash? I
0: do. I do. How about a news flash?
1: <laughs>
0: well, little Koto Shoho, he revealed, what, a month and a half or two months ago that he was engaged. Well, surprise, they have now submitted their marriage registration on like the third and now double surprise. They're going to have a baby in November. Good for them. Yes. So I actually can't remember how old he is. I don't know. Maybe he's like 25, 23. To me, he seems like he's got to be 21. Koto ho, But he is going to be a father. So he is stepping right into that sumo world where you, you get married and you
1: immediately have children. Yeah. Did you do the math? I, wait, on what? On, let's see, if the child. Oh, like wh- why yes. they got engaged? Yes. Well, yeah, they always
0: do it a little backwards than we do here in America. We usually do the, you know, the engagement and the marriage and then the baby. But it seems there that they like do the baby, the engagement, and then the marriage. Ah. And the marriage can come two years later. Got it. I mean, as all these other guys have gotten married two or three years after they've got four kids. And they're like, we finally got around to getting married. So they do it a little different in Japan. And, and I like I like that. He is not living with her yet. In July, they move in together and then have a baby in November. So I expect Well he's been there at some point. Well, clearly. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> they figured out how to be together somehow. somewhere. <laughs> Maybe it's one of those Japanese love hotels. Maybe. Didn't we talk about the love hotels? Maybe? Yeah, it's the it's a little romantic getaway that they have all over Japan that you and your lover can go meet up at and then you have a little escapade. Anyway, we're not even talking about the news, but whatever. <laughs> Look up Japanese love hotels. Very fascinating. But I predict he will have a terrible September. Okay basho because... because all of a sudden he will be like I've got a wife I'm living with her uh she's about to have a baby and then I predict in November he will win the U show because he'll have a new baby okay and he's going to win the whole U show for the baby so okay. I expect big changes in his life <laughs> we'll see if the uh yeah, we'll see, see. if the, his record shows that another fun piece of information we all learned about is this week It was revealed that Tochi Notion has a Twitter profile for his gorgeous poodle. Her name is Angela. And we had a number of people be like, do you know about this? Do you know about, do you know about this? And And, I have to
1: say, I didn't know about it until people put it right in front of me. And I'm a little obsessed now. I am too. This is exactly the sumo
0: content we crave. And and it's not
1: a small poodle, y'all. No, she kind of looks
0: to me kind of like a... Like a Russian mail-order bride. Like, she has that vibe.
1: She's not the kind of dog I would have pictured for Tochinoshin. But then again... She's a high-maintenance mail-order bride dog. She is
0: coiffed. Her hair is done every day. She's gorgeous. She's well-trained. Like This is what the pictures are. Yeah. But she sits around in the lap of luxury, Mm -hmm. this gorgeous, beautifully manicured poodle with red hair. And she just sits
1: around a house all day and just loafs and I've, then it finally made sense to me why tochi never goes home to see his wife and child because <laughs> he's taking
0: care of this poodle or maybe the poodle angela lives with the whole family i sense though that angela any... might the fact that her name is angela anyway <laughs> is like so kind of perfect yeah. but i was just like this is a whole other lady in the mix here uh but anyway, I'm in love with Angela. I'm in love with Tochi Notion, who loves and adores Angela. A uh, very high, highbrow, high status dog. Um, it's very interesting. Also, did you get the um, on another on another interesting sumo um, uh, email that came our way? Uh, we got someone who tipped us off to the imaginary sumo match for rice, uh, like a rice festival. Yeah, I think you need to share this. Well, I looked at it because I was like, what the heck is this? Basically, it's this town who has a rice festival. To honor the gods, they have a sumo match, but it's one wrestler versus an imaginary wrestler. Mm -hmm. The, I guess, I don't... The god. The god. Surely. And whoever wins, it's, you know, it's for the benefit of the rice. Yeah, does the human ever win? I thought it did, but... (laughs) Does the human or the God win? I didn't get that part because I was just looking at the photos, which is just a guy who's doing, it's kind of like air guitar, but it's like sumo match. Like it's imaginary sumo match. I mean, his face is pained. Like it's, he clearly has a grab, like a grab on the belt. He's got a good mawashi grab on the imaginary sumo wrestler he's wrestling. And I just was drawn into his face where he's all like, and the crowds are like, yay, he's he's winning against the sumo God of rice <laughs> so,
1: there is video of it I did watch I didn't video. watch it. I just
0: looked at the pictures and I was like this is like too much in the most perfect way <laughs> And that's why I love the Japanese culture. I just love the Japanese. They've got so many quirky, fun, interesting, historical things going on. It's just around every corner you can learn something new. So that I am all in for all of these. I mean, from the Star Trek outfits, the pink Star Trek outfits Mm -hmm. where they throw out the magical beans Mm -hmm. to the baby crying. It's just one cool thing after another. To the bull sumo. Oh, yeah. Bull sumo. I forgot about that. Yeah. Anyway, but moving on to more news news within our sumo world, there was a really neat piece in, um, well, a number of pieces in Nikon Sports. And they interviewed all of the Oyakatas who were Ozeki. And because right now we have this, everyone's talking about these three guys that are going into this next tournament shooting for Ozeki to be to be promoted to Ozeki. And so they did like a really neat little um, feature on each one of these coaches about how they felt going into their Ozeki tournament where they were going to be promoted and they all did. And so it's like Ozeki Onaruto, Ozeki Kayo, Chiotaikai, Taikai, uh, Koto Oshu, all of these guys are the oyakatas of stables now, but it was really kind of interesting. They all, some of them say it's all mind, and then other guys were like it's all body, and then Chio Taikai was like it was all my fortune teller who told me the morning of that I was going to become Ozeki, and the prophecy came true. So it's just interesting to see how all the coaches felt and all of these guys going into it, what their brains might be, and it's also varied. So who knows? But can I ask a clarifying question? Yeah. Fortune teller, yeah. He went to a literally went to a fortune teller and was like, Can you tell me what my future is going to be? Am
1: I going to become an Ozeki? And the fortune teller was like, Yep, you are okay. But you know, before that fortune teller gave that answer, he or she was like, oh, their future rests in whatever I'm going to tell them.
0: Well, I guess. I mean, I don't know if he went in specifically and was like, do you think I'm going to become a nozeki? I imagine that the coach was like, hey, look, I know you do fortune
1: telling, but it would be really, really helpful <sighs> yeah. if you were, like, given some positive spin on this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's 7'7". Seven, seven. He just needs a little push in the right direction. That's, That's right. all he needs. Right. So anyway, it worked because this is
0: the Kokonoe stable uh, Oyakata. That's Chiyotaikai. And he, he the prophecy did come true. Yeah. Also, one a couple of things that have been happening all up leading up to this tournament is that we get to see everyone fighting everyone and everything in the news is like who's sparring prior to this Nagoya Basho. And um Asanoyama has been front and center because he has been very vocal about He's clearly aiming for Sanyaku. He's clearly aiming for higher than that again. And he is like, all I want to be is a wall for all of these guys that are shooting to become Ozeki because, I mean, they came up in sumo school with him. So they're all somebody, you know, that that he's competing with.
1: It's exciting to have so many many guys be on the cusp of Ozeki all at the same time. It seems like everything's a (laughs) buzz. Yeah,
0: everything's a buzz well, in just Sumo cause, right now.
1: Yeah, there's just been so much change right. at the very top of the pyramid, and I don't feel like that's happened quite the way it's happening now. Right, in a long, long time. Yeah, so it's really exciting. It is, and that is all I've got.
0: Okay, we are going to do a little highlight feature on two out of the three new guys that are coming into Makauchi. Gonoyama, a highlight on Gonoyama, a highlight on Ochiai, also known as Hakuoho, and then the other guy, I think Shona which I've seen some pictures of, but everybody's more excited about these other two guys than this other poor kid, but we'll get to him. I'm sure he's going to be awesome as well. But we will get to him perhaps next week. But first, let's start with Gonoyama. His real name is Toki. Good old Tokes. Toki. I like that, Toki. Toki Nishikawa. And he's 25 years old. He was born in 98, and he currently wrestles for Takakuma Stable and is making his Makauchi debut at M13. Now, this highlight... That's really high. Yeah. This highlight is a bit more... It's more than just Gonoyama's background. I think it's a little bit more on a new stable and a new Oyakata. And that's kind of what's going on at the same time as Gonoyama's success is actually a familiar face uh, to many of us. And that's his Oyakata, who is former Ozeki Goedo, also known now as Takakuma
1: Oyakata. It sounds like a cat. It does. It does. Goedo, who is now a cat. Japanese cat (laughs) in my brain. Yeah. Okay, so
0: Gonoyama is from Osaka originally, the same exact hometown as Goedo. Both went to the very sumo, like fancy sumo elite school, the Saitama High School. So I guess that's also why they have this connection. And of course, now Gonoyama is part of Goedo's stable. About the Takakuma stable, though, Goedo retired, as some of you may remember, some of you are newer to sumo, you may not really remember him, but he retired a couple of years ago, January 2020, as he fell from the Ozeki rank. Now, Goedo said that at the time, he would rather retire on the top then lose rank. So some of these guys we see now, like Takayasu, and we saw Kota Shoguku before do the same thing. They fell out of the rank, and then they kept wrestling for many years. Well, and Goedo and Shodai. But Goedo was somebody who was like, no, if I fall from rank, I will retire. And he, he was there for a long time. He spent 33 tournaments yeah. at Ozeki. That's incredible. That is amazing. So the last tournament, he was kataban and he did just exactly that when he wasn't going to turn in the numbers he decided to peace out and retire he's a proud man and you can kind of tell from his strong convictions he was going to go out on top he was a great wrestler and just due to you know injuries and the normal life cycle of an active wrestler in the sport he he quit you know but 33 tournaments as ozeki yeah that's more that's... than five years <laughs> more than five years that's Crazy, right? I mean, that really is jaw dropping because Mm -hmm. it's such a pressure filled, you know, place to be. Everyone's coming at you. You have to be top of form. And he held it for that long. Yeah. And
1: you're fighting all the best men
0: all the time. All the time. So his retirement was during as. Many of us remember recently the COVID crisis. And he had to wait actually two years to have his official haircutting ceremony. And it was supposed to be held, I think, about the next year, but it just kept getting postponed. And apparently it didn't go the way he wanted. He just wanted to get it done because he was ready to get on with his chapter two in his sumo life. And apparently, I think the powers that be were dictating to him when all of that could happen. And he was not going to be approved to have his new stable until he was closer to that actual ceremony. So he retired and then he kind of sat there for a year, getting everything kind of ready. And then it couldn't happen and he had to stall around. And so by the time he finally had his haircutting ceremony, two years later, he, prior to that, got approved to have his stable. And at that point he was like, thank goodness. I am ready to go. I think he was very annoyed and he was kind of verbal about like, well, it went the way it went and, Could have gone a different way, but that's the way it went, and so he had this delay kind of squash some of that momentum, and you could just tell he was ready to move into that next chapter and just really go hard. So, once that finally happened, when he got the approval, he started his own little sumo stable called Takakuma, and... When he was at Sakagawa, he was able to take some wrestlers with him. Now, Gonoyama, at the time, Nishikawa, he had joined professional sumo and had joined into the Sakagawa stable. And so, with him, he took him, and I think he had maybe six other wrestlers. And he like he he went far out of town. Uh, Goedo did, found like. A space where there's a dojo in the basement and the guys are on the fourth floor. It's above a restaurant. It is nothing fancy. It's nowhere close to Ryokuku um, where all the other sumo stables are. He just was like, Let's go. I don't care. I'll worry about that stuff later. Let's go, go, go. So that officially opened in February of 2022. Which you think about it is just barely over a year. Mm-hmm. Okay. So since then, he put all of his focus into this Nishikawa kid. And he knew he had a connection because they both came from the same hometown, which is Osaka. But he had stated about Gonoyama at that point, he was a kid who had incredible power, great power, a sturdy frame, and is sort of unshakable. So it kind of gave me an idea of like how Gonoyama is coming into this spot at m13 and how after the last tournament all the focus has been on ochi but there's been this other kid who has benefited from a very excited coach <laughs> who's put all of his focus into him so nishikawa or goniyama joined sumo in 2021 and so he's barely over two years. And like I said, he went to Sakagawa, which is the stable that other big guys are at. Saranaumi, hira and Miyogaru.
1: But this kid started at the very bottom, yes?
0: Uh, well, no, he went... I'll I'll tell you a little bit about his background and where he came up through college and everything, but he came after college joining pro sumo. So he joined up to a big sumo stable. So I can kind of understand why you would want to go to a big sumo stable like that. But if you're a young kid at that stable, you may not get to fight. You you know practice and for you you you're not gonna necessarily get to maybe fight with those big guys all the time. Um, You're gonna maybe learn from them, but it made me question in my mind what is the better opportunity to be at a big sumo stable where you've got other big guns or to leave that stable, be transferred out with goedo, have six people to spar with. They're not high ranked, but all you've got is your one (laughs) ozeki, um, former ozeki who knows the current field because he's retired so recently and all of his focus on you. And it was just kind of an interesting kind of thought is like, I don't know if the kid had a choice to go with Goedo or if if Goedo was just like, I'm taking uh, these kids. And it was agreed upon between Goedo and the Oyakata who he could take and transfer out with him. Mm -hmm. But anyway, um, Nishikawa went with Goedo and I think he's done pretty darn well. So a little bit though, about where he's really from again, Osaka. He started out like so many of these other kids, uh, really young, started out like kindergarten or first grade because his parents were like, you need to find a sport. And so he found himself in sumo and he participated in the uh, Wanpaku and the All Japan tournaments. And those are only for elementary school kids. And he participated in all of those from like fourth to sixth grade. When he was little, he went to go and visit the Sakagawa Stable. And so he was very impressed with it. So from a very early age, he was like, I want to be a sumo wrestler and I want to go to that stable. And he particularly idolized Goedo because Goedo was there when he was a little kid. So he actually trained growing up with Taka and who was, I think, two years older. So when Nishikawa. Goniyama was going up through junior high. Takakesho was two years older, and he was like, "I'm going to go follow Takakesho to Saitama High, which is the one of the bigger sumo high schools." It's not Sweet to Tori it's High. It's not Sweet Totori High. But it's, it's still nice. Yeah, it's Saitama Saitama High School. Okay. And um, also another fun fact: he trained with Ura back then too. So he went to um, all through junior high and high school, but he opted to go to college and he studied law. So he Hmm. graduated college and then he finally joined pro sumo. So he's known a lot of these guys that we are seeing uh, these days, but he just chose to stay in school for longer and practice and be on the college teams. And in college, he did very well as well. He was in the national sumo championships. He was the captain of the team. He won first runner up at the national student championship and he qualified after those wins. Wins to start somewhere in Sandamé, so he didn't get the Makusha to jump, but he got to start not down in Jonidan and Jonakuchi. He okay. got to start in Sandamé.
1: Okay, so he pretty done pretty well good. enough at tournaments to have a slightly advanced start. Exactly. Okay. Exactly.
0: If you look at his record since starting Pro Sumo just over two years ago, he has only had two makikoshi records. And I think one of those was a neck injury. So actually only one was a six and nine record. All the others were kachikoshi. Once he came back from that neck injury, yeah. uh, he came back and won seven and O in one... It's neck training. It's one makushita yeah. you show. All about neck It training. is. Well, I mean, you have to. It is so dangerous.
1: Uh, yeah. One of <laughs> yeah. Please train your neck. <laughs>
0: Please train your neck. So he has a makushita. You show win, and if you remember, most recently all again, all eyes were on ochii and he. And Ochi went into the final day, both with 14 and 1 records. This is in This is in Jurio
1: Basho. Yeah. Yes. And he
0: basically spent a year in Makushita, a year in yeah. Jurio. That so- is interesting.
1: So today we are talking about the two guys that were in the playoff right. in Jurio right. last Basho for right. the for the Jurio Basho win. Right. Yeah. Somehow I hadn't, I mean, I sort of knew it, but I hadn't, we should have just started this episode with that. <laughs> Like, we're talking (laughs) about the two guys that were in the playoff for the Churio Basho. Well, and I think that has something to do with Ochi's
0: kind of publicity focus these days. Gonoyama didn't really get that focus because he's Goedo's disciple and Goedo's got a new stable and you're not expecting great things out of Goedo yet. But everyone's expecting great things out of Hakaho. Well, but who won the playoff? Exactly gonoyama yeah and so you have to remember ochii is enormous and big gonoyama is actually 5'8. so he's shorter than his uh i think shorter than goedo but similarly built he's like 360 pounds and i think ochii is i'm not sure i thought a little bit bigger so everybody going into this match was like oh well ochii is gonna win this and gonoyama did and he's been fighting like a beast. So when he yeah, won he that won it right at the touch
1: yeah, He did. Yeah. And he is mostly a pusher thruster. Mm-hmm. Now that you say that, like when I'm thinking about actually both their styles are quite similar to you know the the look that Goeto had yeah. when he was fighting. They it was look, like, yeah, th- it's all forehead. Yeah. And like, I'm going to stare you down with my yeah. forehead. Mm-hmm. Both of these guys have that game. They down. do. They
0: do. Yeah. I mean, when I look at Konoyama, I see, see Goedo's Guaido. face. Yes. You know, which makes sense for the kid who's idolized him. Yeah. That's now his coach. So they seem to have a huge connection. And in all of the you know, the publicity that's come out this week about Gonoyama. Goedo, I'm sure, is saying to Gonoyama, I mean, he's, he's gone to to spar with Ted Fuji. So I don't know if that happens every day where a coach can be like, excuse me, Yokozuna, would you mind sparring with my M13? You know. I think there has got to be a connection with Goedo, with the other guys, because Oho is also credited as giving a really great, he was sparring with Gonoyama, getting him ready for Makauchi. So there's a lot of guys behind the scenes that seem to be kind of working with him. And I don't know if that's Goedo's connection or if that's just they like what they're seeing. But when you look at his body type, again, he's 5'8". And he's not as big as Show. he's like 360, so he wins 50% of his battles with Oshidashi, and 14 Yorikiri, 9% Tsukiyotoshi, and 29% Other. So there's some. there's got to be some magic, or we've got a new coach who's proving himself, and he's got one extremely promising disciple who is turning out to be spectacular. Yeah. Oh, his blood type is B.
1: That's important. Outgoing, he's yeah, creative type. He probably goes to a fortune teller. He he might. He I just might. I don't know if Goeto's you know, behind such things. <laughs> I don't know. I would have a feeling Gwido wouldn't be. That would be my initial but thought. Maybe he's the just world.
0: I mean, the super world is you know a mysterious place. Who knows? It is. You never know. Another kind of interesting thing though is that goeto also has another kid that he has scouted, which I think is the hard part about coaching is that you have to scout good kids. He also has another kid that was like the runner up to uh, Sumo Person of the Year in college, whatever it's called. I can't
1: remember. <laughs> I can't remember what it's year. called. But <laughs> Yeah. Like Spody. Spody. <laughs> Super person of the year you're the spody for 2023
0: amateur wrestler of the year
1: competition i like spody better
0: yeah i like spody but his real name is taiga kanzaki but he has an he has a couple other kids that he has cherry picked out of you know and he's sakura picked yes sakura picked he got sakura picked but he's got a, a couple of promising young guys and six kids that he's got He's putting all of his focus into. So my takeaway is
1: Goedo is a great coach.
0: There is he was... something he's trying to prove straight out of the gate. Yeah. And he's 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 giving as much of his heart to coaching as this kid is to proving himself to his master. And, There's some okay. sort of beautiful connection between disciple and master. Got it.
1: And ga- Gono. <laughs> go no yama yama which actually means maybe this will help maybe this will help don't you can't put that in my brain and expect it not to live there his name goedo. His, go no yeah go, his no. name
0: his Shokona upon entering jirio was given to him by goedo mm-hmm. so he shares go. the same it's go not ga, no, go go and it means strongly climb the mountain and shine go shiny no, mountain yama Go, Go.
1: Noyama. Go tell it on the mountain. Go, Go shine on the mountain. tell it on the mm-hmm. Yama. Yeah. So maybe that'll help. All right. Go, Noyama. Go, Great. No yama. I am going to talk about the other guy that was in the playoff for right. the Jurio Championship last time that didn't win the Juro Championship. But he's still going to be in this top division. And he's in the last spot like sure 17 but oh my lord the world cannot stop talking about this kid and now i understand i've watched why. enough clips though i mean he's like okay. a little demon yes okay his name hakuoho is how you you will recognize him in the top division hakuoho Tetsuya or Tetsuya, I don't know. I don't know where the tetsuya. emphasis goes in there. We'll figure all this out, okay? He used to be known as Ochi. so you're gonna hear which Larry and I both preferred, but no one yes, asked us. No one asked no us. No one asked but us. But we much prefer Ochi, but
0: whatever. Yeah. Okay. And He's... I also preferred
1: Nishikawa over Yama, but yeah. again, uh, again, no one asked us. I <sighs> wish they just wish they did. Okay. One of the reasons people are so excited about this kid Hoko, is that Haku-o-ho. he he's not 20 years old y'all he's when he shows up in this top division he's still gonna be 19 Wow, 19 years old and okay so maybe you're like oh yeah just a, he's just a really talented 19 year old skinny kid oh no he is all muscle yeah this kid is huge right. he's he's not as tall as some of them he's almost six foot tall. He's five foot 11 and a half. So that's 1.81 meters tall. But he weighs about 360 pounds. Right. So about 162 kilograms. But mostly when you look at him, you're just going to see, you're going to be amazed by his legs. I'm going to tell you, automatically he his legs he's got the most muscular set of legs that do not belong to a 19 year old right they look like they belong to someone who's been doing sumo for 20 years right and he's not 20 years old so he is tall he's wide he's much wider than hakuhol is And Hakuho is his Oyakata. That's why his name sounds like Hakuho. I'm going to tell you more about that. But So he's just big. That's why everyone's watching this
0: kid, is the potential and the youth and... What he's naturally got. Well,
1: yeah. And I'm just going to tell you more about those natural skills, (laughs) y'all. But first, I have to make an apology because, like, when we talked about him last week, I think I misunderstood what you were saying, or maybe we're confused. I thought you were saying last week that this kid, Hakuo Hull, had made it through Jurio in only one basho. And that's not the case. He made it. Two Jurio In one, in one Basho Oh, okay I So he's that. He's not quite as fast As we were thinking mm. But he kind of is Right So what's weird about this kid Is if you look up his history mm-hmm. If you go to the Sumo database He only has three Bashos That show up <laughs> Only three And here he is in the top division Most everyone else that you look up They'll have like I mean, lines and lines and lines of info on all their history of them getting up to this point. But what makes this kid so unusual is there's... Yeah, he's only been in three Basho, y'all. And that is incredible. So one in Makushita, two in Juryo. Yes, one in (laughs) Makushita, and he didn't lose at all. Right. And he came in at such a high rank without a loss. That bopped him up into Juryo. So Ah. he's been in Juryo twice. Right. So that's... You know, people are excited because of that. Right. That's highly unusual. Which is still the fastest in 90 years or something nuts like that. It's like yeah. the fastest rise. Well, in- it, it's the fastest rise to Jure-o right, in 90 years. Right. But he not did start halfway through Makushita. So. Yeah, so he had a, a, a big head start, and I'm going to tell you why. But really, the big question is not... It's not really, you know, is he strong enough? Is he good enough? Is he fast enough? Because he has all those things. The big question is, will his hair be long enough to put in the top knot? That is really the question that we're all wondering about. It'll be an Ichi Nojo deal where Ichi
0: Nojo had a full-on mullet when he joined.
1: So this kid might as well. Cause he hasn't I mean, had the time to grow it out. No. He'll he will have a mullet. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. That's really I wish my they big would question. give him a teeny tiny little ponytail, but then <laughs> they would
0: look kind of like a trucker or something. So they just give him a slicked mullet. Yeah, slicked back mullet. Or like a Richard Gere from the eighties kind of yeah. hairstyle.
1: So there is a lot written about this kid in English, but it tells you nothing about his personality. So I had to go to the Japanese websites, which are always way more interesting y'all so i'm going to tell you a little bit about who he is and not just the numbers because the numbers are exciting there is a reason for people to be excited about his numbers but his personality is really what interests me so we got to go all the way back to the beginning and i have to let you know that this kid grew up he was the youngest of three brothers He's the baby. Okay. Like you like me. Yep. So those real survival techniques. Yep. He grew up watching sumo with his grandparents. Okay. As you do. As you do. And enjoying Anka. Oh, loved, the folk singing. Yes. Loved traditional folk singing. He was a soccer kid, loved playing soccer. He was a forward and he was a goalie. Which shows that even in Japan, they're really used to like shuttling their kids around in every <laughs> position on the field and they're like, You should try it all. I did play goalie and forward, so I have something in common with him. You are just like him. I'm just like OGI. (laughs) That is right. All of his teachers say that as a kid, he was super kind and he loved choir. Okay. We have so much in common. Right? He was this is a quote and I'm not he exactly baritone, sure is a tenor well I mean, I, a I'm not sure exactly a baritone a contralto the quote, <laughs> the quote about him is quote he was adored by the chorus competition I mean he's gotta be the biggest chorus member up there all those little
0: tuxes and then there's one <laughs> well, kid in a, in a tuxedo not, I, I'm in love he's not
1: exactly like Tsurugisho in that like Tsurugisho was the same size his entire life <laughs> just about <laughs> And um, he had a dad who was really into judo, and his, his dad really wanted at least one of his boys to do some sort of martial art, and so he was trying to get them to do things and, you know... All of his brothers sort of competed in this Cherry Festival sumo tournament every year just for fun. Mm -hmm. And so when he got to be in, like, the fourth grade of elementary school, he was like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll try it. I've never done it. (laughs) And he got in there and he said it was really scary. Would sometimes run away from practice and cry in the corner because it was scary. It wasn't really his thing. And sing songs to himself. Right. I wish he was in choir. Perhaps. Perhaps. (laughs) I'm a choir boy, everyone. (laughs) I, I want to sing. I don't want to do this violin thing and then at some point his older brothers not really him but his older brothers would get involved in this cherry blossom sumo tournament Okay, and so he put it off for many years and then finally when he was in fourth grade you know he was like okay I'll do this sumo tournament even though I still think it's scary I'm gonna do it so in the fourth year of his primary school he got involved in this tournament and won he just won? Surprise surprised everyone surprised him as well <laughs> Um, And then his dad said, oh, okay, this kid (laughs) might have, this kid might be my martial arts kid. And so he signed his youngest up to study sumo and they would take a one hour trip each way to study sumo. And even though he was sort of intrigued by sumo, he still really hated the sumo training. and was not mm. that into it. He was probably like, soccer and singing are for me, dad. <laughs> but his dad would not let him quit sumo. Okay. So I All think right. of it kind of like we have not, piano practice. Not as a like, stage
0: parent or it's a sumo parent.
1: Yeah, who's like, you're, you're <laughs> going to do this. You may not like it now. I'm living vicariously through you. There's a reason. We all don't love our martial arts training, but there's a reason this is the way. Right. Okay. (laughs) I'm sure that's what he did. (laughs) Okay. So, again, he's in elementary school here, and his dad signs him up for training sumo camp. And who's the kid they bring in to teach fourth graders sumo? Ichinojo. What? Who's... Uh, is this when Ichinojo took his break after... He had a little break where he went and taught kids. Maybe. He was in... Ichinojo was in high school at this point. Okay. Um, and they brought him in to teach these little fourth graders. Okay. And um, so this little fourth grader goes up against Ichinojo and was, again, terrified and was like, I cannot believe how large this man is and could not move Ichinojo at all. This kid he's quoted as saying, I couldn't push Ichinojo at all. Didn't work at all. He was so darn heavy and still very scary. So uh went to the sumo camp that he didn't really love. Oh, it's in fifth grade that he won. Okay. So I made a mistake. He didn't win the sumo tournament in fourth grade. He won it in fifth grade. Okay. So in fourth grade, he must have shown up and was like, haha, I did it, it with goes. my brother. Mm-hmm. And his dad was like, okay, you are now studying the sumo. Okay, went to the sumo camp, blah, blah, blah. So he finally won the thing in fifth grade. Okay. And that kid was much bigger than him. And when he beat that kid in fifth grade, then he was hooked. Then he was like, he oh, it. now I'm glad that dad has been forcing me to go to sumo. Because now I get it. I can be smaller and I can still beat bigger, heavier kids. Oh, my God. And then he was in 100%. And when it got to sixth grade elementary school, he even devised a school lunch menu called the Yokozuna-san School <laughs> Lunch that incorporated sumo dishes at school, all these different chankos and different foods, like all of these sumo foods that kids should eat. And the menu Aww, won first a- prize at a conference Contest <laughs> and it is still being offered at his elementary school. So he got his the kids at his elementary school eating sumo food. That so is very adorable, proud. right? Isn't that pretty cute? He's a little go getter. He is. A, he is. I a would not very be surprised if go-getter. he was like class president. I mean, okay. he seems very much like very very smart with a kid. Yes. So he went to Totori High School. Totori High. Yep. And this is when, okay, people started really noticing this kid because he won the title of high school Yokozuna in his second and third year. Wow. He won the title of high school Yokozuna. And his third year in high school. So he's gotten real good. He's gotten real good. He, in his third year, he was ranked in the top eight at the All Japan Championships. And this alone, right out of high school, gets you a higher start In the ranks it doesn't get you to makushta 15 but if you were to enter pro sumo after high school being in the top eight of that national division you get to start at the lowest rank in the third tier so the bottom rank makushta is where you would start okay Okay? he turned that spot down Uh, and this is where the rumors started to fly about this kid and there are tons of rumors out there And I cannot find the true story, so I'll give you the official story that he gives the press now. Okay. Okay? Again, lots of gossip about what these reasons are, really. But we know factually that he turned that spot down and decided to have surgery on his shoulder. Uh, Instead, he had an injured shoulder. And so he decided to get that fixed. uh, So he took about a year off after high school, after doing very well in his last two years of high school to get his shoulder fixed. This is where you need to insert a montage in your mind A training uh, montage Rocky training yes, montage Of him getting his shoulder fixed And then going to work at his dad's metal factory <laughs> And lifting heavy metal objects This is just like flash dance Yes And like sparks flying <laughs> in the background Working at his father's metalwork machinery company He's a maniac Yes Maniac
0: on the floor is that right, that what they
1: say? On the floor? I'm for this story He's a
0: maniac Maniac on the going lifting forever more.
1: That is and right. He's, oh, and, and he's, he's pushing a, like, like he's, he's never, never pushed, pushed before. <laughs> that is right. So he spent a he year
0: like he's never.
1: <laughs> I, okay, we're, we're going to have to work on we, this. We're going to workshop it. Spoof of yep. uh, Maniac. As far as I can tell, he did not go to college.
0: He would have had to have been a Doogie Howser. We're like throwing out a bunch of 80s references. We are. These- <laughs> Sorry to anyone who is not, I'm, I, mean, I mean, anyone who's under 40, I don't think they know Doogie Hauser or Maniac, but what else?
1: Okay, <laughs> so after the montage, <laughs> post, post-surgery, post-montage, he decides to get back into the somo world, and he won the All Japan Corporate Sumo Championship In September of 2022 So he Thus, won that for like The steel factory work Or whatever Yes, yes, yes <laughs> Thus being named Corporate Yokozuna So here's what I learned Corporate Yokozuna Remember we had that question? Yeah, we've well we've talked about it Somebody else was like Corporate Yokozuna Yes, so it just means That they won the All Japan Sumo Championship and It's the working man's Sumo tournament it's, it's the amateur Sumo tournament That's being sponsored By businesses Is right. really what it is Right, right but I like this. I like this idea that yes. in
0: Japan they have somebody from the cookery school as the, like a sumo person. They have somebody from the shipyards. They have somebody from the welding. Well, that welding was... like that. They're all corporate <laughs> yokozunas
1: <laughs> because they have some accounting firm that's got like a representative who's going to sumo wrestle. So that was our joke when we were talking about it. Yes, yes, yes. But what I know now is if you win this, it's like the highest. It's a big The deal. most prestigious amateur. Yokozuna, or the most prestigious amateur sumo tournament in Japan. If right. you win it and you become that Yokozuna, that's where you start from Makushita 15. Ah. If you're in the top eight, then you start at the bottom of Makushita. Uh. But if you win it, you start at Makushita 15. Interesting. And so I've that wondered. is what this kid did. He ah. was in the top eight. This is where the, the gossip hubbub. starts to fly. Why would he not take it? Rah, 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 rah. But he took the time off, got his shoulder fixed, and got the win so that he could come in at the prime spot, the best spot that you can possibly get at Makushita 15. Side note, I imagine when you're wrestling
0: as a corporate Yokozuna, you're in a mawashi and then a necktie.
1: (laughs) See, this is... (laughs) And you you mount the doya with a little briefcase. See, this is what we remember. <laughs> yes. If we just paint images of ourselves, gonorrhea facing this man who's gone through a training montage in a metalwork factory wearing a tie and a little briefcase. Yes. <laughs> yes. With Goedo in the corner, just like the guy from Rocky, Burgess Meredith. That's right. He's like cheering him on and. Uh, Okay. So all of this background is to say, so he's done pretty well throughout elementary school. He won Yokozuna titles through junior high. He did well through high school, two years as Yokozuna in high school. Takes a little time off, heals himself, comes back, wins the biggest amateur title as Yokozuna. You could see why Hakuho might be interested in this kid. I wonder if
0: he was advised by someone like Hakuho because it is true. If you join sumo and then you have to have surgery, you'll never never actually get to heal properly. Right. So if somebody was like, look, you got an injury, you can hold off for a year, train yourself smartly without the pressure of the system and going up and down in the in the lower ranks See,
1: you're giving him the benefit of the doubt which is great but that's not what happened not everyone does that right yes you're you're thinking about it very logically and i like that so let's just keep that out there on the airwaves okay so he was smart and after he did that hakaho then said why don't you come to my stable miyagino stable and that's where he started january of this year (laughs) he's 19 all of Great. this has happened before January 2023. Wow. So he went undefeated in January at Makushita 15. That popped him into Juryo. So the first wrestler to receive a promotion to Jurio in just one tournament in 90 right. years. That's where That's everybody's where it like, was. what? But he did start at Makushita 15. So exactly. It was a jump of 15 spots. Now, some. because that rise... To Jurio was so fast. And then, again, he had two dynamite Jurio basho. Right. Here he is in the top division. Hakuho then went, oh, oh, God, this kid needs a new name. He admitted he had not thought, he had, <laughs> just wasn't even thinking of a new name for this. And so he was like, uh, uh, Hakuho. He just <laughs> added an O. I had heard that he
0: had he had offered up his name, and that JSA was like, "No, uh, no, no." Well, see, no, that's no, even no,
1: better. No, 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 no. he no, was like, no. "He needs a ring name. Take mine. Take mine. <laughs> Take mine. I didn't have time to think about it." So now we know how he got the name Haku Oho. Like, just put an O in your name. Like, you could be Lesoli. That could be your <laughs> ring name. Lesoli. lesoli. Yep, your word works much better than mine. <laughs> La-ori. Laori. Laori. See, it La-ori. doesn't work. There's too many vowels. Laori, in mine. but Lesoli works. lezoli Yeah. So, lightning fast rise. <laughs> people who watch those sort of lightning fast rises to the top have a lot of negative things to say sometimes about people like mm-hmm. that. Um, Sometimes they start to call them... Sometimes they get very excited about kids like that, and they call him Monster. Oh, and the, that's how he got the Rewa Monster he's the monster moniker. of Rewa.
0: But he does that's fight right. like a
1: little gremlin. Well, he... What I find so exciting about his style of sumo is that it's incredibly aggressive. It's incredibly fast. He's
0: and he's grounded. So he's so very grounded with those legs.
1: He, like I said, his body does not match a 19-year-old. It's very, it's very muscular. He's just so big and wide and he's built like a nozeki. An yeah. And he has that same sort of aggressive fight all the way to the end, that hakuhull had right. and any of those guys at the at the very top have he has that which i think makes him real real exciting to watch now let me tell you a little bit more about the man first of all he he knows how to talk about his goal and what he wants and let's be honest he's achieved a lot of his goals right so he has high confidence he does people talk to him about what his goal is and he's like i'm to be yokazuna that is my goal <laughs> that's a tall order But no one has been set up quite as well as he has. Right. And sometimes
0: it's that kind of bravado and that kind of confidence that uh,
1: it actually might work. It really might. He's got a great coach and he's got great technique. He's, he's doing all the right things, y'all. Hakaho seems to really like this kid mm-hmm. a lot. Hakaho, there's uh, some great videos out of Hakaho laughing with this kid and saying, ha ha ha, this kid can do a great impression of me, show me. And he does, he does a <laughs> Hakaho impression in front of Hakaho and it's amazing. It's all about how you should eat salad and not <laughs> only eat meat. You can't win on just meat, eat salad. And they all think it's hilarious. <laughs> um, because he's got that choir background, he can sing. He can. He's got an angelic voice. He loves an to sing. Voice. He's been listening to Anka for his whole life, so he's got a strong musical background that always makes a wrestler twice as exciting in the Collins household. That's right. If they can sing, yes. Yeah. So he likes to train. His hobbies are training and singing, but um, he's he's a pretty fast runner. Oh. He can sprint. Really? really? fast. Yeah, he did some track and field as well. Like, his legs are just uber-developed, y'all. He really likes The Chronicles of Narnia. Uh, I love the him Chronicles even more. The Chronicles of Narnia! I love it. He likes meat. He doesn't like <laughs> shellfish. Well, he and I also have that in common. And he really
0: likes animals. I feel like we need to be best friends with him. <laughs>
1: I like this kid. There is a great... There's a really great video out there of him. It's like they're in... I have no the idea he's in the He's in the ice bath that... Uh, well, no, that one's that great. That was funny. Yeah, he's got some great video of him in an ice bath. Being tortured in an ice bath in well, pain. But... I just thought, what is it about, you know, young men that always want to tweak each other's nipples? I've, I will never get that. <laughs> is that what they were doing? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's what happens when they're not wrestling. It's just hijinks. But... He's making a speech, like they're all in their training gear, he's in his mawashi, and he's making a speech to a group of older men, and he's crying all the way through it, and I don't know what's being said, Hmm. but you can tell he's he's an emotional kid, he's a feeler. You know, yeah. he's saying all the right things, but he's a feeler as yeah. well. And so that's nice to see. Yeah. And I'd love for someone to explain that video to me. Maybe he's talking about the influence of his grandfather or who knows. knows. I can who guess knows. all I want, but right. I have no idea. But he's he's just exciting. And yeah. it's a super fi- fast rise. And people can't wait to see how he does.
0: And I mean, this boss show with the Ozeki runs up top... With these new kids who seem to be phenoms, it will be interesting to see the dynamics in this next tournament, how it's all going to shake out, who's going to come out on top, knowing that our Yokozuna is also up there and he has to also reign supreme. So lots of things.
1: Speaking of the next Basho, we haven't mentioned it yet, but bingo cards. We'll have our next bingo game open this week. Our bingo cards usually come out the Wednesday or Thursday before each boss show begins. So be on the lookout for that. Join us for bingo again. You can win some nice prizes. It's just another fun way to watch the tournament and learn who all these new players are. Get excited about what you're seeing. So we hope you join us in that. That's right. Until next week, I'm Leslie. I'm Laurie. See y'all later. Bye. Bye.